In the next few minutes, I will outline my professional learning development plan, focusing on Stephen Brookfield's work on becoming a critically reflective teacher and the results of my Clifton Analysis Strengths Test. So, during my practicum, I engaged with a wide variety of students while I taught grade 9 and 20-2 English. A class that had a huge impact on me was my Leveled Literacy Intervention English class, which had six students who were reading and writing at lower than grade level. Some were ELL students and others were not. But in the class, we focused on introducing text through comprehension and vocabulary exercises and looked at where to approach reading and which parts of reading are important. So I found this really helpful as my Clifton Strengths analysis results indicate that I'm a strategic thinker overall. And as a strategic thinker, I often look at the bigger picture. And when looking at a text, I can focus on the wider philosophy or the broader picture of a theory lens. And I often forget to focus on the basic understandings and breakdown points of textual analysis. And since these students in particular were reading and writing at a grade level lower than their peer group, I really had to focus on what they needed on that micro level. So this connects really well with the first lens of Brookfield's approach, which centers on the specific needs of students, as well as on Helen Timberley's research surrounding student inquiry. So Timberley talks about when looking at student achievement, we need to understand the knowledge and skills that students actually need if we are to address and adapt our teaching. So especially looking at students that are not achieving as well as other students. So in connection with this, Brookfield suggests an important part of student inquiry is focusing on feedback from students. So during my practicum, I focused on getting feedback from my LLI class. I would have them point out which parts of the lesson helps them and what would be good to focus on in the following lessons. As part of my professional plan, I would like to incorporate anonymous student feedback in my larger classrooms so that I can truly find out what the learning needs of my students are as perceived by the students themselves and then combine this with my overall observations. So as I'm someone who looks at the big picture, I'm also going to focus my attendance in professional development on comprehension strategies for struggling readers and scaffolding techniques for ELL students. So I plan to do more research in connection with a book by Pauline Gibbons called Scaffolding Language, Scaffolding Learning, where she discusses these kinds of smaller exercises and techniques for scaffolding language when reading. And she also talks about how many compensatory programs have focused on drilling students in low-level language and reading skills that are excised of meaningful context at the expense of any intellectual challenge. So I'm going to focus on finding this balance in my professional development. So the second lens that Brookfield discusses is the idea of colleagues' perceptions. So he talks about having a critical friend group to give you real and honest insight into your teaching methods. So as part of my plan going into my next field experience and the next few years of teaching, I plan to engage with the Facebook group I've set up with my peers in this program. So this has allowed us to share lesson plans, practice lessons, and ask advice of each other. And I found it extremely useful as I'm able to engage with different groups, including English specialists and other specialists. And this has helped me defamiliarize myself to my own lessons and provided me multiple perspectives. So it is in connection with Brookfield when he references the idea of needing to see yourself from unfamiliar angles. So for my first few years of teaching, I will also plan to join a teacher community group, hopefully at my school, involving teachers from multiple faculties. So I will either try to reach out to other members of the school and make an effort to find mentors and ask them if they would be willing to watch my lessons, have me watch theirs, and then maybe collaborate with them once a month on a lesson or something like that. So this connects to Helen Temperley's video on effective professional conversations, where she pinpoints the three areas that these kind of community learning groups 
can focus on and help facilitate. And this is focused feedback, solving problems of practice, and looking at evidence of student work and student results, and then unpacking what this means for a teacher's professional practice. So she talks about other things that can come from these types of groups, like resources, tools, and protocols, including expertise from learning leaders. So this would be going back to that whole idea of finding mentors. And then she also discusses... Um, these professional conversations and what they can help do for you. So I think that I saw a lot of what she's talking about within my school group. The teachers involved in the group would work through a lot of issues that the school particularly was focused on, like student racism was a problem. And with the materials that they looked at in English and social studies, they really had to focus on how they delivered information and the strategies for teaching those materials as well as they gave each other feedback, shared strategies for assessment, and the more experienced teachers often helped newer teachers. So the third and fourth lenses of Brookfield's work are personal experiences and research theory. Both are extremely important. I'm going to focus on personal experiences. Oftentimes in my teaching, I became anxious and didn't focus on using my personal experiences as a jumping off point for learning because I was not confident. So I'm going to work work on breaking some of those confidence barriers down so that I can be more vulnerable with my students and come from a place of actual personal experience. So I will be joining things like the Calgary Public Speaking Bootcamp Group or something equivalent so that I can become more comfortable speaking and improvising in front of larger audiences, which I think will break down some barriers and help me be more authentic in my practice. And as a part of my long-term professional development plan, I also intend to join a specialist group as part of the ATA in English, and I hope this will fill in some of my knowledge gaps. I think this goes to the whole idea that Fullen Hargraves discusses, which is the importance of both autonomous work and collective work and the coexistence of those things. So I want to be able to bring my own passion for the subject of English to my students in the ways that I have learned it, and then also combine that with the knowledge gained from a diverse group of teachers and volunteers dedicated to the subject. Thank you so much for listening.